Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Welcome to Wednesday's broadcast of Victorious Living. You know, uh, the Bible talks about a lot about having victory over all the situations in our life. You know, it was uh, Dickens said this, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. It was the uh, age of wisdom, it was the age of foolishness. Well, you know, that's kind of where we live today, isn't it? There's some wisdom going on, there's some God's doing some mighty things, but there's still a lot of foolishness out there. You know, we sh- we've been warned about that in the Word. If you've ever read the Word of God, it talks about... Uh, the things that will be going on in the last days. Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 3, he was writing to Timothy and he said, but know this, that in the last days, what? Perilous times would come. Well, there's always been some perilous times, but it seems like it's been ramped up in these last days we live in. And that word perilous means harsh, savage, difficult, uh, dangerous, painful, fierce, Uh, grievous, hard to deal with. Sometimes it's hard to deal with the things of life, you know, but God wants us to be overcomers in everything that we go through. You know, it's not that the storms of life don't come. They always come, but uh, God can take us through those things. He gives us breakthroughs right in the midst of our crisis. Now, there's a story over in Matthew uh, chapter 7, and you may know this, but it's... uh, it's about those that build their house on solid foundation. You know, it's amazing that, that uh, a friend of mine up the street from where we live uh, lost his house to a fire a while back. And, uh, you know, the insurance company comes in, they're going to rebuild the house, but they rebuild it on the same foundation. And the one is secured. It, the foundation didn't go. He had a full basement and everything. That was still there. You know, so you got to have a firm foundation on the word of God. But in this story, as Jesus is saying, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of God or heaven, but he who does the will of my father in heaven. Uh, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out devils in your name and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare them, I never knew you, depart from me you who practice lawlessness. Now the story, the rest of the story begins like this. Therefore, whosoever hears the things, sayings of mine and does them, I will liken it to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and, and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. And it goes on to say, But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, that house, and it fell, and a great fall, it was a great fall. Listen, my friends, things come to us all the time. We got to have a strong foundation on the Word of God. We got to know what we believe. We, we can't wait till the times of trouble to get there. We can't wait till the winds begin to descend and the rains and the, and the storms begin to come. We got to be on a firm foundation to begin with. Now, in, these, in, these, in this chapter, in this uh, 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 Jesus speaking here, there were two people, and one built their house, listened to what he said, and built his house on the firm foundation. 
and and uh, the other one didn't. They were both building a house. <laughs> you know, they were both getting uh, prepared to build a house. You ever seen, uh, uh, you know, uh, houses that are built solid and and uh, they especially down around the coast where they got uh, hurricanes come through and stuff. Uh, you'll see them many times. You'll see them build up on stilts and and up high, and they'll be built reinforced. So so when these hurricanes come, they won't do it. But there are sometimes there are houses there that just kind of blow away, blow over. The same thing with tornadoes. You know they build houses different now in Tornado Alley because they have to have a firm foundation and a strong structure. But both chose a foundation. These two men did. One built it on sand, on shifting sand. <laughs> and there again, if you've been to the beach or anywhere where there's a, uh, uh, the ocean's rolling in and rolling out, it, you can stand there and then all of a sudden that sand that was under your feet, that foundation that would stand holding you is gone. Sometimes it'll actually pull you out away from, uh, from the shore, you know. But if you're built on a firm foundation, you can experience these things and, and make it through. That's the important thing. Both experienced what? Rain, storms, winds, all those things came to both of those, uh, those men that built their houses. One heard and obeyed and got deliverance, great deliverance, and the other one didn't, and, and everything failed. It was great, it said right there in that last part, it, and great was its fall. You know, that we don't want to live like that. But sometimes even in the church, uh, you know, we, the people in the church can be going through things and they don't understand. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Well, <laughs> we could have Christian parents. We could have Christian friends. We could have a source of, uh, of strong Christian influence and still not be building on a solid foundation. That's why it's important. Uh, you know, the psalmist said uh, uh, he meditated the word day and night. You got to know what the word says because when the trouble comes, you got to be ready for it. Now, storms come to all of us. We just we're living in a fallen world. Storms come to all of us. Sickness, suffering, pain. I wrote down a number of things: disappointment, death, stress, disease, rejection. I mean, even there's a lot of rejection in the world today. Uh, emotions, accidents loneliness. If you're out there tonight and you're lonely, know that God is there with you. Call upon his name. He said he'd never leave you or forsake you. That's a promise that Jesus gave us. But it goes on to temptations and all the other things that come along with that. But the wise men, if you're a wise person, you'll build your house, you'll build your, your structure and your, your life upon a rock. And that rock is Christ. The foolish builder built builds on anything other than Christ. I can do it myself. I, I don't believe that. How many of you have been around people you try to witness about the goodness of God? And I don't want to talk, hear about that. I don't want to talk about religion. Well, we're not talking about religion. You know that. We're talking about a relationship. A relationship is where you get to know the one that gave his life for you. And you can only do that by knowing what is in his word and by and prayer and, and, and fellowship with him. But in 1 Corinthians, the why, you know, 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, Now thanks be to God who always gives us victory in Christ Jesus. Always. The wise builder knows where his victory comes from. You should know that too. Mature Christians, God knows that he, hey, they, he's got your back. You know that? No greater, 
No greater thought than know what you right in the midst of where God wants you to be, and he's there with you, helping you through every situation. Uh, if you get squeezed, you know what sometimes with storms, we talked about this before with pressure, pressure will cause, uh, if you have a, if you, you know, they do this with pipelines, they do this with different things to put a lot of pressure in to find out where the cracks are. You know, you get squeezed, you're always going to find out what comes out. But God will take us through those hard times. Storms comes, we need to recognize God gives us favor, his favor. If we have his favor, we can go through and do anything we need to do. God's presence is the place of protection. How many of you know that? Uh, let me just go to Psalm 91. Psalm 91 talks about his protection. It's important scriptures to know these. It's important to know that he has... Uh, these words are for us today. You say, well, that's Old Testament. No, it's, it's for today. Psalm 91 is a powerful passage of scripture. He says in Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under what? The shadow of the Almighty. Now, you have to be abiding in his presence. You can't just be part-time attender. You can't be a part-time uh, a friend or, or or associate. You just got to be one that's there all the time, seeking his presence. It says abide under there, live under the, that presence of God in that secret place, that dwelling place of God. And then it says this, it says, I will, as the psalmist says, and we should say this too, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. In other words, he's going to be your help. My God and him will I trust. Can you trust him in hard times? Can you trust him in when the, the storms are coming? Absolutely. But you got to know him. How many of you had a, a friend or a, a parent or somebody that was really, and I'm not talking about a parent that didn't do you right and, and a friend that don't care about you. I'm talking about somebody who really cares about you and they tell you something. I'll be, I'll, I'll be there to help you. I'm always standing with you. And you can trust them. You know them. You know, that's the way we can do with, with our Heavenly Father. And we can do that with our relationship with Jesus Christ. So we have to know that. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. You ought to say that tonight for yourself. You may be going through something you need help with right now. All of us go through things at certain uh, one time or another. But you can say this. He is my strength, my refuge, my help, my ever-present help in times of trouble is what Scripture says. Surely, now surely means that this is a fact here. Surely he shall deliver me or you from the snare of the fowler. You know, he says he will deliver you. I mean, you know, it's important to know he will. He's not, you're not talking to somebody that can't do it or won't do it. His will is that you walk in victory. And that's important that you overcome the storms of life. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and the perilous pestilence. You know, there's a lot of pestilence in the earth today, isn't there? We just went through a pandemic's uh, uh, you know, and they're trying to push more pandemics on us. Pestilence, that's, that's uh, things that, that uh, uh, hurt your health and, and come against you. And he shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you shall take what? You shall take refuge. He's, his truth shall be your shield and buckler. You will not be afraid, or another rendering is you will not uh, fear, 
terror by night. You know, a lot of times that terror by night, you, you ever wake up in the middle of the night was a start and, and, and something's happening and you're, all of a sudden you get afraid? Well, you don't have to be afraid at any time this, in this life because Jesus is there with you. Nor the arrow that flies by day. Sudden alarm, in other words. But uh, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness or of the destruction or ruin that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the rewards of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place, no evil will befall you. You got to know that. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm just so afraid. You shouldn't be afraid. You know what, my friends, if you know Jesus tonight, and I, I trust and pray that you do, he is there with you always. And look, we're going to pass through this life someday, and we're going to go to a far greater place. <clears throat> Excuse me. Paul said to be absent from the body is what? To be present with the Lord. That's exciting to me. Now, I'm not in a hurry to leave, but I'm telling you, you shouldn't be afraid if, you, if, you, if your day comes that you do. Uh, nor shall any uh, evil befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Uh, how many of you know there's a lot of things, like I said earlier, uh, the pandemic, the, the coronavirus, all these other things. You can begin to stand on that word. Believe that word. Don't don't just be a part-time doing this once in a great while when the trouble starts to come. Do it before the trouble comes. Begin to recite this over uh, yourself and over your family. And, and you can put your name or your word, uh, your uh, say, uh, those things are for me. For he shall give his what? Angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hand they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall tread underfoot. And then it goes on to say, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. That means you set your love upon God. You set your love upon the Father. Amen. You set your love upon him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. Hallelujah. That, isn't that exciting? He'll be with us in troubled times. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. You ought to be saying this with me right now. With long life, I will satisfy me. The Lord's going to satisfy me with long life and show him and show me my, his salvation. You can say that for yourself. With long life, that's what he wants you to have. Long life, good life. Amen. Amen. So we got to know those things. That's God's presence is the place of protection. God's place is the place of deliverance. Now, in Psalm 107, you can go, uh, we'll turn there real quick. These are all good things to read on a regular basis. And, and get. in fact, it'd be helpful if you memorize some of them. But in Psalm 107, verse 20, it says this. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Rescued them, I put on there, rescued them from the pit. We were lost and didn't know where I find ourselves, but Jesus came along and rescued us by the truth of his word, healed us. He gave his word and healed us and delivered us. Goes on to say, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his what? His goodness, 
Hallelujah. And his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and do and declare his works with rejoicing. You ever rejoice over what God said about you? You know, this book is a, a handbook of basically what he's given to us. It's a covenant uh, manual. And it says in there, these things are for us. If you've accepted Jesus, your old life should be passing away. This is why we renew our mind, because we have to know what the manual says. If you don't know what the manual says, you can't live by it, and you can't have the, the deliverance it brings. You know, that, that's the same thing we've talked about this probably before. But, you know, if you got a new car, you know, some of these got a lot of things on the bells and whistles that, you know, that you may not even know what they are. And if you don't read that manual, you're probably never going to know. I've, I've had stuff with my car. Now, I've had this one car I've got for quite some time. But when I first got, I still got things on there I don't know about. Because it. all I know, I can put it in drive. I can put the radio on. I can do those things. But there are a lot of things that I need to know that are in that manual that I you know, probably haven't read or even thought about. But there's a lot of things in this word in this manual right here that you need to know to take you through the troubled times and overcome the storms of life. Amen? Those who go down in the sh uh, sea and ships who do business on great waters, they shall see the works of the Lord and his wondrous in the deep, for he commands and raises the storm, uh, stormy and raises the stormy winds, uh, winds which lift up the waves of the sea. They mount up to the heavens. They go down in the deep their soul melted because of their trouble. They reeled and uh, to and fro and staggered like a drunk man. You ever done that? Been in trouble? You're stressed out? You don't know what? You can't think straight. That's like drunk people. They don't think straight. Isn't that true? And then it goes on to say, and he brings them out. They cried unto the Lord in their trouble. You ever thought about that? First thing you ought to do is go to the Lord. You got a trouble. I heard I heard a, uh, uh, a testimony of one of the Keith Moore uh series I have about a man and his wife and and uh, their son was in a terrible car accident and uh, they called him and said you if you get over here they was pinned in the car they said if you get over here you might get to save save the final goodbyes that's how serious it was and they got in the car to drive over there and the man laid his hand on his wife and, he, and grabbed her hand and said if nothing else, we're not going to fear. We're going to trust God right in the midst of this. We're not going to fear. See, that's calling on the name of the Lord right there to be their help. Well, they got down there, and it, <laughs> it's amazing. A miraculous, they got the guy pulled out of the young man, pulled out of the car, and did not, and, and did he die? No, he fully recovered. Now, what if they just said, oh, no, what are we going to do? It, he, we're, you know, our son, he's dying. No, the first thing they said, Lord, we're not going to fear because you haven't given us a spirit of fear. Amen. That's, that's part of having deliverance, walking in the presence of God, being in the secret place of what he's just talking about. But it goes on to say, they cried unto the Lord and he brought and he brings them out of their distresses. He calms the storm. That's what you do when you call upon the Lord. They cried or they called upon the Lord and he calmed it down, didn't he? Calmed the sea and he brought him, brought him in a place where they could have uh, uh, a victory over those things. In, in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, in, your, in his presence, you'll find, what do you find? You'll rise above your problems. You'll find that you can rise above your problems, whatever they may be. You know, when we try to do it on our own, it doesn't work out very well most of the time. 
uh, well, you can hear from God in his presence. Isn't that true? That's what this is talking about here. You can hear from God. You can, you'll be in his presence. You can get your emotions under control. Boy, that's a big one right there because we live in a world that's based on emotions. What I feel like or somebody did this to me. That's why we have so many things going on today. Violent things, criminal things going on because of emotions and my emotions, you know. And so, and we can receive direction. How many of you know that? When we, when we get under control, we get our emotions under control, we can receive direction. And boy, is it important to have God's direction today. Now listen, when you begin to get in his presence and begin to call upon him and begin to walk in that, that, those things that he's called you to walk in, you'll begin to get direction for your life, for your situations, for your circumstances. And, and when storms come, you won't be caught off guard. You won't be uh, blindsided to where you can't get up. You'll, you'll, you may get some wind and you may get some rain and you may get, get some storms coming over, but you're, you can stand right in the middle of those and right there in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Uh, in, in God's will, storms still come, but what are we to do? Over in uh, Mark, let's go to Mark. Uh, if you have your Bibles, I pray you have a Bible. You know, read it. It's a good thing to do. Uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 35. Uh, let's find it here. On, on the same day, when evening had come, he said to them, Let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat, and he was as he was, and the other little boats were also with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already uh, filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they woke him and said, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Boy, what a funny thing to say, right? <laughs> the one they've seen do all kinds of miracles and do all kinds of wondrous things, and they're going to ask him, Don't you care about us? <laughs> kind of the same thing today, you know, in, in our world today. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the uh, sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it you have no faith? And, he, and they feared exceedingly and said, Who can be this? Who, who can uh, be this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Listen, what are we to do when we get in trouble? Well, they ran to Jesus. <laughs> and they, you know, but they asked a foolish question because you got to know if he gave his life for you, he cares for you. Amen. And, uh, and then... Uh, Make wise decisions. Still come and make wise decisions. And we speak to storms. My goodness, we got to speak to some things. That's what he was saying. Why don't you speak to the storm is basically what, where's your faith? Why, why don't you speak to that storm? Now, that takes us over to some other scriptures and we're running short on time here. May finish this up next week. Uh, what to do in the midst of a storm? What are we, we're to run to God and his word. Amen. We're to speak that word. We're to know his word. First of all, you know, in, in John 8, 31 and 32, uh, uh, Jesus said this, if you continue in my word, you're my disciples indeed, or dis disciplined ones indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free or make you free. So we got to know that. Well, we're winding down here, but we uh, next week we'll, we'll finish this, uh, this part of it. But we got to know. We have a Savior that wants to take us through the storms and help us through the storms. 
in every situation. He is, he is no respecter of persons. He, well, he'd do, well, he'll do that for you, Mike, or he'll do that for somebody else, a, a preacher or something. No, he'll do it for anyone that comes to him. That's what he's looking for. Listen, my God is, and your God is, is, is ready to help us through every situation. Now, we, we got to know the word of God first. If we don't know the word of God, how can we call upon something? You know, in a, in a courtroom, these lawyers, they go in, what do they know? They know the law. They know the word. They, it may not always be truth, but they know those things. So they can, they can, uh, they can uh, use it against what's coming against them. And, and so we have to do the same thing. We have to be able to speak the word. That's what Jesus was saying. You speak to the mountain or you speak to the storm. Isn't that true? Now, next week, we're going to talk more about this, about how to overcome or what to do in the midst of our storms, because storms come regardless. So before I get off here tonight, let's pray. And we're going to believe God. If you're going through something tonight, begin to look to him and call upon his name because he's always there to help us. So, Father, we thank you for this. We thank you that you're always there. He didn't send Jesus to die for us so we just so we might go to heaven. You, you sent him to die for us and not only to save us from our sins, but to be with us at all times by the power of the Holy Spirit, to lead and guide us through all the troubles. Lord, I, I pray for everyone in the sound of my voice would, would make their foundations strong so when the troubles come and, and the winds come and the storms come, they'll know where to go. They'll know that you're there with them and you can bring light and, and deliverance and help in every situation. So I thank you for everyone in the sound of my voice tonight, that they'll be blessed and blessed abundantly, to bless other peoples as you've blessed us. And so we thank you for that and give you all the praise tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Good to be with you and we'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.